Amen. Praise the Lord. Happy New Year's. Good morning, Summit Church. Welcome to our first Sunday of 2022 and the first sermon of 2022. And it's a privilege to uh, share God's word with you. The goal of this morning's sermon is um, to welcome some of us or to challenge some of us to repent. Um, to repent for allowing ourselves to quit climbing. To repent from um, allowing ourselves to quit praying and to quit becoming more and more like Jesus. This morning, I want to challenge you to repent, not from coming from the spirit of condemnation, but coming from a spirit that wants to see you fulfill your redemptive potential. This morning, I hope to challenge you to reflect, to repent, and to realign if you have found yourself stuck in a spiritual plateau, if you have found yourself complacent, in 2021, if you have adopted adopted the narrative of the world and not leaned on the promises of God. To repent if you have become comfortable and you have lost your fight, if you have lost your vision for spiritual maturity. There was a story of this uh, prophet and one of the things like Elisha, when he stepped out of his ministry, the other, the, the school of the prophets, at one time they were his contemporaries. Now he was their leader. And they said, let us expand. Let us build the school of the prophets. Look, God is always looking to raise up men and women that are going to speak to this generation. Men and women that are going to be a model to this generation of God's ways, God's will, and God's vision for humanity. And so at Dewa Building, this one guy lost his axe head and it went into the water. And he says, he, he told the prophet, I, I need help. It was borrowed. I want to let you know that that spiritual gift you have, it doesn't belong to you. The Lord is lending it to you. Those strengths, those gifts, that favor, some of us have lost our cutting edge. And what the first thing the prophet says is, where did you lose it? And so this morning, when I ask you to reflect, to remember, to repent, to realign, I want you to think about where did you get complacent? I want to challenge you and charge you to keep climbing in your vision, to live out man's chief aim, which is to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. As we aim to glorify Christ, he will begin to transform us to become more and more like him. And then we can experience the glory as well. And we can live out the beauty of having union with the Lord through the Holy Spirit. God is most glorified in us when we are satisfied in him. I'm going to say that again. God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. I want to challenge you in 2022 to, to, to fall in love with God. Get satisfied in God. 
Because brothers and sisters, becoming like Christ is a long and slow process of growth. Spiritual maturity is neither instant nor automatic. It is gradual and is progressive. Paul says in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13, this will continue until we are mature. Just as Christ is, we will be completely like him. Brothers and sisters, that our aim is to be more and more like Jesus Christ. God has called us to be like Christ. God has called us to love and live like Christ within the context of our story and our life. And and like brother uh Pastor Rick Warren will say, our shape. God's purpose is to make you like him before he takes you to heaven. Becoming like Jesus is our greatest privilege, our immediate responsibility, and our ultimate destiny. What is spiritual maturity? You know, when you talk about climbing to spiritual maturity, what is spiritual? Spiritual maturity, um, a spiritual mature person is a person with persistent passion, like the burning bush that never burnt out. A persistent passion to do the will of the Father by engaging in the eternal purposes of God, of loving Christ's bride, building the Father a house, strengthening the body while becoming more like Jesus every day. Spiritual maturity comes by yielding to the Holy Spirit in such a way that the evidence of, of that submission to the Holy Spirit is a life that bears fruit of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. Spiritual maturity is not just knowing more scriptures, it's living with more love. That this fruit is evident in our life so we can live as the salt and the light to the world. And then one day when the silver cord is cut and we stand before our creator, we will hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. So as I preach this message, look for an opportunity to repent for quitting. Look for opportunity for repent, for being complacent. And look for opportunity to commit, to trust the Holy Spirit to help you climb so our days could be a fragrant, fragrant song where heaven and earth continually collide in our existence. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4 through 5 says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so we, so we might receive adoption as sons. Now my key text scripture this morning, and I shared my notes with Sister Anna, and maybe she could put some stuff in the chat, is found in Psalms chapter 24, verse 3 to 5. Psalms 24. I shared it with you too, Ethan. Psalms 24, 3 to 5 says, Who may climb the mount... See, we, we're Summit Church, right? We're, we're here to climb. Who may climb the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? Only those whose hands and hearts are pure 
who do not worship idols and never tell lies, they will receive the Lord's blessing and have a right relationship with their Savior. Brothers and sisters, mountains in the Bible often denote closeness to God. And that closeness causes a revelation, a revelation and a revolution and an evolution and an elevation and an expression of growth in a person's life. Just like Moses' face was shining. Just like Jesus was transfigured. There's an intersection between heaven and earth. And as you and I climb this mountain of faith, as you and I continue to climb in this vision and mission of spiritual maturity, this will shift our identity. We will begin to live not just as Jamaicans, as Dominicans, and as uh, uh, French people. We will begin to live as sons and daughters of the Most High God, as sons and daughters who love to serve, as sons and daughters who are disciples of Christ. This experience, this, this continual climbing will shift our mindset, will shift our paradigm, will shift our mentality, will shift our personality, and will shift our reality. It will impact our identity. It will impact our emotions. Our emotions can empower us, give us steam for the dream. But with maturity, it becomes a tool. With no maturity, emotions is a tormentor. As we climb this mountain of faith, we begin to reframe our experiences in light of the redemptive illumination of God's purposes. So we go from post-traumatic stress to post-traumatic growth. Just like Joseph in the Bible in Genesis was when he said to his brothers, when you met for harm, God met for good. Climbing this mountain will impact our health. It will change the way we live, the way we eat, the way we move like a man and woman with a mission. Climbing this mountain of spiritual maturity will impact our relationships. <coughs> oh. The little Amarion is trying to trying to uh, hit me. We will uh, we will climb this mountain and get closer to God. God will get closer to us. We will learn to live in union, to love others, to bear the fruit of the Spirit, to serve, to strive, to be holy, happy, healthy, and helpful for the rest of our lives, not just nosy busybodies that are in the way. Climbing this mountain will reframe our stewardship experience and the way we use our time, our talent, our treasure. And as we ascend in our theology, psychology, philosophy, and even physiology, people will begin to see the difference that makes the difference. The knowledge, the comprehension, and the application of Christ's teaching will begin to change us deep in a cellular level. We will begin to walk in the promises found in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, when he says, seek first the kingdom of God. Our basic needs will be taken care of, our needs of certainty, our needs of variety, our needs of significance, our need for connection and love, our need for growth, our need for contribution will be found in the kingdom of God. But you and I must keep climbing. Moses had to climb his Mount Sinai. Elijah had to climb Mount Carmel. Peter, James, and John had to climb and experience the transfiguration. 
we are in a journey as well. And there are people who arrive to the mountain, but then they quit. And there are people who go up halfway and they just camp. But I want to challenge you to be a climber. There are quitters, there are campers, and there are climbers. Pastor Ray taught me that in a, a sushi restaurant in November. <laughs> Quitters quit. They get bitter and never better. And campers are comfortable and lukewarm and they get stuck in a plateau. They roast a marshmallow and kick back and say, this is better than the valley. We cannot allow success to diminish our desire and our fire. Brothers and sisters of Summit Church, you are not a quitter. You are not a camper. You and I, we're climbers. Climbers are dedicated. They say no to the plateau. They keep their systems, their rituals, their milestones, regardless of their circumstances. We are called to climb. You know, in Matthew chapter 5, in the um, Sermon on the Mount, right? We're talking about climbing. Matthew 5, 1 through 2, in the message translation, it says, when Jesus saw his ministry drawing huge cr crowds, he climbed a hillside. Those who, who were apprenticed to him, the committed, climbed with him. Arriving at a quiet place, he sat down and taught his climbing companions. Imagine the people who didn't want to climb, that didn't get this revelation from the human face of God himself. Brothers and sisters, I want to challenge you to climb. If you want to climb, you got to remember, there's a few things we have to understand. First thing we have to understand is we have to quit being a quitter. You know, my son's played sports, and I'm not going to get into details, but there was challenges in the sports, right? There was politics, there was different things, but I didn't really let them quit. Once they established that they were safe, they couldn't quit. Because quitting is contagious. Quitting becomes a habit. We must learn to finish what we start. To finish first, you must. To, to, we, we must finish. We can't. We, we, we have to have the spirit of the finisher, brothers and sisters. Right? Um, we need the spirit of the finisher. All right. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8 through 9 says We are pressed by every side. We are pressed on every side by trouble. But we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. So one of the things I want to tell you is we have to quit being a quitter. Ask the Lord to give you the spirit of the finisher. Another thing I want to tell you, another big idea is don't get complacent. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 32 to 33 says... For simpletons turn away from me to death. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. But all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled, untroubled by fear or harm. I'm going to read that again. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 32 to 33. For simpletons turn away from me to death. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. All who listen to me will live in peace. How many people want God's peace? Untroubled by fear or harm. Brothers and sisters, 
you're I want to I want these three words I want to put in with this with this big idea seal zeal and reveal your seal is your identity your zeal is for the father's house and this should be revealed in your climb brothers and sisters I want to challenge you to grow up in the Lord but don't grow old you know we we getting a lot of us are getting older we're closer to the tomb than the womb but remember this, a man is not old until he has more memories and regrets than dreams. A man is not old until he has more memories and regrets than dreams. Regret looks back, worry looks around, but vision looks up. I'm going to say that again. Man is not old. Until he has more memories and regrets than dreams. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God gives you a new dream. A new dream. Not a new worry. Some of you guys went from warriors to warriors. Think about your conversation. There's some of us in the body of Christ that when you talk to somebody, all they tell you is their problems. They don't talk about their victory. They don't talk about their vision. They don't talk about their values. They don't talk about principles. They don't talk about prophetic insight. They just talk about problems. And they just talk about drama. And memories. Listen. We need new dreams. New dreams. Regret looks back. Worry looks around. But vision looks up. Brothers and sisters, keep climbing. Get up and climb again. We have to keep climbing. We have to keep enduring. We can't allow failure or obstacles to stop our climb. When you're in a tough spot in your life, don't look behind you. Look ahead. Look ahead. One thing I want to tell you is you've got to surround yourself with climbers. You know I want to give a shout out to one climber I know. My man, Pastor Kenny McClendon. He's a climber. He's a climber. A man of his age. And he's still got dreams. New things are happening in his life. God uses him in a mighty way in my life. I want you to be a climber like Kenny, man. Think about this. This, this brother just got married. Him and his wife. Beautiful power couple beautiful couple his son just got married his daughter just got married grandchildren he works he, he, he works in the department of education right and this man is not a young chicken not a spring chicken no more but he's a seasoned saint always with a word of encouragement always looking forward and you need to get with other climbers like Kenny right Climbers keep looking towards God. Climbers, another bit, last, I think this is the last big idea I'm going to give you. How much time I'm, I got? Hold on, let me tell you. I Chihuahua. All right. Climbers keep looking up to God. We have to keep studying, brothers and sisters. Studying. You know, um, what's his name? Abraham Manslow. Everybody knows, like, the Maslow's hierarchy of needs at the top is self-actualization. But on top of that was, um, he had another one, transcendence. 
And then he started talking about the end of his life, peak experiences. And now all these business people are studying the flow state when you're in the zone. And then Robert Greene from 48 Laws of Power, his next book is going to be about the sublime, thinking about infinity, thinking about eternity, in my mind, thinking about God. Brothers and sisters, the business world is leaning towards this direction because they're hungry for God. And so I want to challenge you as you're climbing, keep studying the word of God. Keep, keep fasting. Keep praying. Keep studying smart aging. Keep studying kingdom stewardship. Keep looking up. Keep reading biographies of men and women of God. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38 says, And my righteous ones will live by faith, but I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. Brothers and sisters, don't turn away from God. Keep the faith. Stay focused. 70% of accidents of climbers happen on the way down because we get careless. Stay focused, brothers and sisters. Stay humble. Because God is equipping you and he's anointing you for 2022 to climb. He's equipping you and he's anointing you to climb. Um, this is a scripture I want to share with you in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1 through 3. Now, regarding your question about food that has been offered to idols, yes, we know we all have knowledge about this issue. But while knowledge makes us feel important, it is love that strengthens the church. Anyone who claims to know all the answers really doesn't know much. But the person who loves God is the one whom God recognizes. Spiritual maturity is seen in love. As you climb, God is going to expand your ability to your love, your capacity to love, to love God, to love yourself, and to love others. We have to learn to love through the power of the Holy Spirit. By prayer, contemplation, fasting, service, worship, prayer, witnessing, keeping the basics, giving, bearing the fruit of the Spirit, wearing the full armor of God, practicing the presence of God, loving the body of God, serving the bride, building the house of God while contending for our crown. The book of Psalms, chapter 92, verse 12 to 14 says, But the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of Abraham. I mean, the cedars of Lebanon. For they are transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our gods. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain vital and green. Thank you, Summit Church, for taking some time to listen to the sermon, to joining us today. And my final thoughts is we are called to live victorious. We are called to keep climbing. God is calling us higher up. He is calling us to mature. He is calling us to be seasoned. Are you ready for the challenge? Are you ready to stop quitting? Are you ready to come out of that complacent state? To receive God's fresh anointing. To receive that new wine for 2022. That new Holy Spirit intoxication for 2022. 
If you're tired of just being stuck in the valley or up halfway, commit today to live a life of a climber. Start today by asking God to, to give you a fresh fire to climb. Pick up your Bible, go back to your secret place, and ask God to give you a fresh new dream. Pack up that tent of complacency and get back on the grind for Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. And I repent of complacency, of lukewarmness. And I pray for a fresh fire for me, for Summit Church, for everyone watching and listening. A fresh desire to climb in spiritual maturity. To climb, to grow with more faith, hope, and love. I pray that the Summit Church will be the most joyful, loving, happy, holy, healthy, and helpful church we could be. Lord, I just ask that you give your people strength. Heal all the brothers and sisters with COVID right now and protect those that don't have it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless.